0: Welcome to Bunta Vista. It's a bonus episode, and we're here. Oh no, here. it's not. I no, fucked yeah, it up. I wrote bonus. And it's not you a bonus. the of a bitching episode. One hundred and ninety-seven. Seven, seven. It's a perfect, flawless. It's that is so smooth. It's episode one hundred and ninety-seven of Bunta Vista. The classic podcast where nothing goes wrong, and we're here in the outworld, which I understand to be somewhere in Belarus, competing in the final round of a term- tournament between the 18 surviving realms. That's right, besides having one and a half Wild Luigi tattoos, those of us on the podcast are also marked with the <laughs> mark of the champion, uh, meaning that we are the only people standing between the Earth realm and complete annihilation. I'm here, I'm Theo, and I have a note from my doctor. That's uh, actually a note I saved from year 11, saying that I cannot swim for the rest of the term due to a case of acute squeak scolariism, uh, and I'm pretty sure the note still applies. I'm here with Ben, uh, who's ready to fight against an 11-foot four-armed ogre uh, with a hydroponic system, salesperson ponytail, and perfectly fitted bootcut jeans. Uh, ben is executing what I can only describe as a number of regular punches and kicks. <laughs> oh, uh, and now he's been lifted above Goro's head and effortlessly torn in two. How are you, Ben? Well, see, now, I didn't know everyone would have magical powers. No. <laughs> or,
1: like, they'd have <laughs> chains and stuff on them. I, someone was like, hey, would you like to
0: represent the Earth at a martial arts tournament? Yeah, in uh, a fight. I mean, they you don't need to... You've got the mark. You don't really need to do, like, much training or what have you. They, they probably haven't been training for several thousand years in, in the outworld or... or uh, sorry. I'll probably need to explain. Look, we'll we'll explain what the outworld is as well. But there's nothing to be worried about. I think is the the message that was being given.
1: Well, that's what I, certainly the message that I received. Because I watched uh, three YouTube videos of a guy who invented his own martial arts system in his backyard, and I thought I would be fully ready for this. But um, yeah, I've been ripped apart in a in an absurdly gory yeah. fashion. No, you have.
0: You are now absurdly gory. Nobody enjoy <laughs> Ah. <laughs> uh. Um, Also here with Andrew, who immediately executes his favourite MMA manoeuvre, going for a low kick against the shin of Sub-Zero, breaking his own leg, <laughs> leaving it flopping all around disgustingly. Unfortunately, it now appears that Sub-Zero has performed a disastrous uppercut on Andrew, lifting his spine out of his body by a dozen vertebrae, before freezing two spurts of blood into crude analogues of percussion mallets, and playing his spine expertly like a <laughs> glockenspiel, which you hate to see. Andrew, how do you feel? uh not that great not the best i've ever
2: felt i think we should like get on with it and record the show while i have that time that your brain stays alive for yeah the like 18 seconds that you've got but that said (laughs) uh i've always wanted to be a musician so what
1: uh what do you reckon he's playing on that uh human spinal cord glockenspiel Green Uh, sleeves, (laughs) chopsticks. Oh joy!
0: (laughs) I was going to say tequila, (laughs) personally. Now a lot of people, (laughs) a lot of people, uh, will will say, "Oh, he's playing it like a xylophone." But of course, uh, as calcium, the thing bones made out of, is actually a metal. That would make it technically a Glockenspiel. So that's just something that you've learned here on Vista. Which part?
1: About calcium being a metal? Yeah, calcium's a metal. Ah, oh, you fucking unbelievable! And the world is so full of facts. It's so full of facts, and that's what this podcast is about. This podcast about, is about making people smarter, more informed, and better prepared to take on the day. I've like, I've been feeding my kids metal this whole time. It seems bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just a big. I mean, no one drinks milk anymore. I actually, I drank a I drank some milk the other day for the first time in about twenty years. Uh, like just by itself. Well, because I I never use milk in my mashed potatoes, and I thought you know what. I'm gonna treat myself. I'm gonna have real creamy mashed potatoes. Put some so cream
2: in there, not fucking milk. Jesus,
1: I used milk because that's how I was raised. Uh, so I got one of those really tiny, like joke bottles of milk you can get, like <laughs> 350 mils of milk. And I only needed a tiny bit, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna drink some of this, even if it gives me diarrhea. And uh, pretty tasty.
0: All right, diarrhea gone.
1: <laughs> pretty tasty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, speaking of that guy who uh, kicked the other guy's leg and snapped his leg in half—uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty grotesque injury to former champion Chris Weidman—and he he posted on Instagram an update of how uh, all of his ailments are treating him, and he went and he got his surgery where they stuck like a big metal rod in there and screwed all of the bits of bones back onto it. Um, but I I saw the X-ray of what it looked like after this had happened and the bottom half like from from the sort of three quarters of the way down his shin it's just like totally separated uh from the other bones and so he's uh he posted an instagram video where he's talking about how the surgery and stuff went and he's like yeah so there's this there's this cut on the front and that's where they went through and stuck in all the stuff and screwed everything up Um, there's a cut on the back of my leg, but that's from where I kicked the guy and then tried to put my weight back on my foot and the bone just came out of the back of my leg. Uh, and then he used the, uh, vomiting face emoji.
0: I don't like that. Uh, Which
2: I I think, to be honest, is pretty earned. (laughs) Apropos Um,
1: in that situation. yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, you know, I feel his pain having also participated in my own fatality. Uh, mm-hmm. It leaves you pretty red-faced, I've got to be honest.
0: feel a bit silly, you know? So, you know the thing about the being alive several seconds after you get decapitated, or in Andrew's case, um, having your spine partially but not all the way uppercutted out of your body? Mm-hmm. You know how they kind of came to that conclusion? No. <laughs> so, in the 19th and 20th century, uh, French doctors would like... Um, after after people were executed, um, they would, like, pick up the person's head and, like, yell at it. Hey! 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 hey. <laughs> blink blink once for a live. That's, exactly, that's exactly it. And, Do it and in this, a French accent, and this please. Head will <laughs> ah, Hello! <Monsieur>. Hello! <laughs> hello! You have sustained sure. the most grievous injury. <laughs> Picking up the head, come on, Savar. And, and they, <laughs> they they light a cigarette and they place it in the, the seven head's mouth, and if it sucks, they proclaim the the Frenchman to still be French. So
1: <laughs> you know. Oh, Louis doing some big one. Oh,
0: Louis! I, a dog. You're uh, a dog. I would never guillotine Louis. No, Thank I just you. want I to put it out that. there.
1: I wouldn't guillotine any of your chickens I wouldn't guillotine gnome I wouldn't guillotine even a single of your bees
2: <laughs> I feel like that would be more trouble than it's worth It's <laughs> really honest. hard to get it to stay at the right
0: spot Hard
2: to guillotine There's, a bee The
0: secret is a really tiny guillotine
2: Yeah <laughs> That's one of the secrets.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also, a really tidy executioner. That would help
0: mm-hmm. with a with a really really tiny hole in the gu- guillotine. Speaking of holes, what's uh, that? Oh.
2: Speaking of holes, uh, we're going from the the hell mouth of the Outworld world to born no, mouth. No, actually, sorry. The whole report.
0: Actually, really love this. Hole. I think it's a unique hole, and I think it's difficult there's going roller. So you're actually referring to, I believe, the Nether Realm. Oh no! There, not the, not the Outworld. Nether Realm is sort of where all the hell stuff happens. Hm. Outworlds where people, uh where, where there's like, um, ladies with uh, mouths that aren't quite right, try and suck the dick off your body. Hm. Very different. Uh, the Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, can you like send me a location in Google Maps or anything? Just so I know to stay away. Mm-hmm. You know? Hmm. This is from the Bournemouth Echo. Bournemouth Echo. Fuck. So it's a little echo joke. <laughs> <laughs> got, any, got any echo heads in the audience?
0: <laughs>
2: any, anybody out there love a Sonic joke?
1: Hey, i tell you what, uh, this newspaper isn't staffed by ducks because of the popular myth that a duck's quack won't echo.
2: Never heard that one because it sounds like bullshit.
1: It's not true, sadly, yes.
2: <laughs> oh, you know if sound comes out of one kind of animal, it's different to all other sound? <laughs> Shut up. The That's fuck like out of here with them.
1: people with fucking uh, air fryers. am I right? Oh, well, if it heats up the air in a different way, it's a different kind of hot air to a convection mm. oven. It's not.
2: Same Foolishness. Air. Foolishness. I mean, I'd probably have an air fryer if I had the it seems convenient. space. It's if I probably, had the space. You got less air to heat. Yeah. They're fucking huge. They're huge. Yeah. But then if I had the space, I'd probably just buy a deep fryer, you know,
0: because I'm not trying to fuck around. And, and regular fry things, stuff. Though, the, yeah. the air. I think the fryer is a bit of a misnomer. Yeah, they should call it um, a convection oven
1: that you bake things with. You don't air fry anything. You bake it. You've baked it in your convection oven. I get very mad about this. Air baker. An air baker. <laughs> what and it I'm not did... talking about, say, a pastry chef that works on a blimp. Do
2: any of us actually know how an air fryer is supposed to work? It's a convection yeah. oven. No. It circulates hot air. But don't you also, like, stick oil into it? No. It just bakes it. Air fryer, how do you work? Oh, my God. this is I'm, I could not tell <laughs> you te- a, a more straightforward oh, okay. way. First of all, air fryers don't actually fry. Wow. <laughs> Instead, the food goes into a perforated basket and the machine cooks the food by, get this, blowing hot air around it. Mm-hmm. The force of the air produces a convection effect that cooks and browns the exterior of the food in the basket. I'm so mad.
0: I am so I'm mad. I was mad thirty seconds ago when Ben said that. <laughs> Thank you, wow. Theo. You're my favourite.
2: <laughs> you don't have to just believe things because Ben says them. Come no, on. No, I wouldn't I would not recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's not like a hard and fast rule <laughs> or anything. Well, I will just keep on uh, using the convection setting on my oven and occasionally switching it to supercook. Check out Richie Rich over here
1: with a convection oven. Hmm. Do you have a McDonald's and a giant slingshot thing as well? How about Uh, a Mount Rushmore with your family's face on it?
2: No, I don't have any of those things. I have the oven that was in this house when we moved into it. Uh, Great settings, though. You know, the classic oven doesn't doesn't have settings. (laughs) You just turn it on. No settings,
1: just. I have to light it with a match. Uh, Which every single time I am absolutely fucking terrified that I'm going to explode my face off. Get yourself one of those little long barbecue lighters, you know? Yeah, that that wouldn't be... Oh, you can't fit it through the hole. It has to be a match to
2: get it through the line where the gas is. Welcome to the wonderful world of Brisbane. Living on a podcaster's salary. (laughs) (laughs) It's a living. A man who fell down a sinkhole on Bournemouth Beach says a child could easily be killed by the hidden threat. Uh, This is unrelated
1: to the sinkhole. He's referring to a race that he doesn't like.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do like that they're making it sound like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. (laughs) Stephen Rushton, who contacted the Echo to warn others of the
0: danger. Oh, yeah. Let me just commune with the Echo real quick. Hey buddy, it's just you. Pulling himself <laughs> pulling himself out of the hole and being like,
2: I must immediately get home to my typewriter. Pen a letter to the editor. Get news out about this. Uh he said he struggled to get out despite being six foot two.
0: Nice prag. Can you put that in the can you put that in the paper? Six foot two. <laughs> can
1: you tell everyone that I am six foot two? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: And that the water came up to his chest and there was quicksand at the bottom. Now, the water <laughs> would have come up to his shoulders if he was a shorter man, but he is six foot six two foot inches two. tall. And that chest pretty muscular for a 62 year old. Mm. The 62 year old fell into the hole while walking along the seashore at Middle Shine. Shine? Shine? Chime. 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 It just happened so suddenly. It was like I'd fallen off the world. He said, a bit melodramatic. Oh. You fell into a hole. <laughs> fell into a, a hole. I, uh, it, it took my knees from under me, and I managed to stand up in the water. I managed to stand up. The water must have come up to between my stomach and my chest. Well, that could be anywhere. Well, I think that's uh, about
0: five foot eight inches.
2: It was lethal. There was quicksand at the bottom as well. My feet just sank in about 18 inches. Okay, i got to stop here and ask. Are we talking about a hole that some kids dug on the beach? And he fell into the hole and there was some water at the bottom and he was like, Oh, me feet are stuck. Quicksand's not real, right? I, I think quicksand is real. That's my belief. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: That's the one thing that you believe in this world.
2: (laughs) Uh, Quicksand is a colloid consisting of fine granular matter such as sand, silt or clay and water. Quicksand forms in a saturated loose sand when the sand is suddenly agitated. When water in the sand cannot escape, it creates a liquefied soil that loses strength and cannot support weight. So you just
1: oh, on, here we go. So, this is the part that I was talking about. Uh, quicksand is a trope of adventure fiction, particularly in film, where it is typically and unrealistically depicted with a suction effect that causes people or animals to walk into it to sink until fully submerged and risk drowning. Right. It's just TV quicksand is fake.
2: Real yeah, quicksand yeah. is real. Uh, but I. But, like, in this case where they're saying it's just a fine granular material, like sand, silt or clay... Although, and water. I'm thinking of like, you know how people, um you know how people like fall into grain silos yeah. and die? Yeah. Because they- That's just, a real hidden threat. Yes. Grain. You should be worried about grain sand.
1: This is, there's no way this is true. According to a 2010 article by Slate, this gimmick had its heyday in the 1960s when almost 3% of all films showed characters sinking in clay, mud, or
2: sand. <laughs> I reckon that's probably, that's probably about right.
1: Yeah, it's one in every 30 or so movies in the 60s.
2: Ah, this
1: sand. Oh, Mm. you
2: could get some quicksand into, like, pretty much every adventure movie.
1: It is cool as a concept, but uh, for those of you who are
0: anxious, it is physically impossible to drown in it, apparently. Hmm. You just kept in there alive (laughs) for centuries.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I still don't like uh, the idea of it, to be honest. So look, what's really not clear here is whether or not Steve Rushton, the sixty two year old who fell into a hole, uh a lethal hole with quicksand it at it the It was bottom.
1: a lethal hole that he escaped from. That's mm. right. Lethal.
2: So what what we don't have a clear picture here is uh is what well, is, is what is his understanding of quicksand. Yes. <laughs> he also said he had read the story in the Echo earlier this month about the soft sand warning. Well, <laughs>
0: So, hey, so, be, on, be on the lookout for soft sand.
2: <laughs>
1: hey, Hardy, does this sand feel soft at all to you? <laughs> it's
0: pretty soft. Steve,
2: who had already ca- contacted BCP Council with his concern, says people should be aware of the danger. He says it needs to be filled in or cordoned off on safety grounds to stop other tall, handsome, barrel-chested <laughs> elderly men from falling into it. With a beautiful tan. Disposed. Despite- <laughs> Despite falling in the hole, the day also brought some good news for Steve. He explained, it was Saturday afternoon. Me and my wife were on the beach getting a bit of sun. Classic Steve. <laughs> we, we just had a phone call from our eldest son at about 2pm telling us we had become grandparents. About 10 or 15 minutes later, after I walked to the toilet at Durley Shine. Uh-huh. Afterwards, I was walking back along the promenade and thought I'd walk along the seashore instead. As it was such a nice day. It sounds like it was about 12 degrees. Uh, yeah, it was like overcast, nine degrees. There's a little bit of rain
1: and it was windy and there's a bunch of British people being like, oh, it's summer. Beautiful.
0: Get
2: a
1: tan.
0: Okay. So I just looked up the weather because this is April 24th, it says. So that is oh, barely a week ago. Uh, f- it is currently four degrees Celsius at <laughs> uh, 90% humidity at Durley Chine Beach. Beautiful, beautiful. Pop pop that shirt off. Get yourself a tan. Uh going to be thirteen to six degrees tomorrow, with a one hundred percent chance of rain, (laughs) and a fifty kilometer an hour wind. (laughs) (laughs) My um,
2: my parents had like some some distant relatives visit, uh, just before like all of the the pandemic stuff kicked off here, and. Uh, so they had this couple uh, come and stay with them from Scotland who, like, my mum hadn't seen since she was much, much, much younger. And just listening to them talk about, like, just just being out and about in Australia and being like, wow, look how you could just walk around outside. <laughs> they were talking about how, like, um, they have to look at the... Have to like study the weather reports every day so they can figure out the small patch of time in which they will be able to leave their house and go for a walk. That just sounds like hell, Hmm. yeah. Because you're talking like, um, yeah, you're talking like winter in Scotland, uh, Scotland when the pandemic had sort of started and they'd started to do like lockdowns and everybody can only stay at home in their place. It's just like, okay, here's the 15 minute window where we can walk without getting like. Trenched in freezing cold rain.
0: Just beautiful. I've got 23, 23 more hours in this house. Better shoot up some heroin.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, Stephen says, uh, I was walking along the shore. The tide was just starting to come in. The water was about two inches deep. I was walking along and all of a sudden, I fell into this bloody huge hole. <laughs> if I wasn't so tall, <laughs> I would have had a hell of a job to get out. Come on, bro. Thank God I've got these huge forearm muscles. Sir, are you Popeye? Uh, (laughs) I managed to lift myself out, but it wasn't easy. It was just like quicksand at the bottom. Oh, we went from there was quicksand in the hole to it was kind of like quicksand. Come on. It was pretty quiet. A bloke came running over and told me his dog had fallen into it earlier and he had to pull his dog out. Well, how tall was the dog? (laughs) (laughs) This dog was six foot two or it would have died. (laughs) Steve escaped uninjured in the drama, but has been left with an eighty pound bill for his mobile phone which suffered water damage. Put it in some rice. Bet that motherfucker didn't even put it in some rice. Well, great news everybody. We've got another whole report for you. This is from the Daily Record Couples disbelief after discovering secret bathroom in house when knocking down wall. People love finding secret secret chambers uh, in American houses, don't they? This is also an omen's, omen's importance
1: as well. I just want yes. to point out for the record. i very specific. Spooky hole. Spooky hole.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> a couple were left in disbelief after uncovering a hidden bathroom in their new house during do-it-yourself renovations. The pair were knocking down a wall in their newly bought property when they discovered the toilet, which had been sealed closed. That's ominous. Okay, are we saying that the room is sealed closed or the actual hole in the toilet? (laughs) There are like chains over the lid of the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's uh, poured concrete into the hole of this toilet. In a video shared online, Mum Mia showed how they found the secret space, complete with a tiled walk-in shower, a soap dish attached to the wall, and plumbing. I took that as red that there would be <laughs> yeah. plumbing in the, in the bathroom. Uh, the couple recently bought their first home and explained how they had no idea there was a shower behind the partition before knocking it down. They decided to knock, knock it down to fix a leaking drain that had been boarded up. But ended up finding a lot more than they first expected. How the fuck
0: do you buy a house and then be like, don't you have some sense of, like, how close everything is together? Just like you're walking down the
1: hallway, counting your steps and just being like, no, no. that's not right. <laughs> I've lost six metres. God, I hope there isn't a forbidden room in this house. Mm,
0: with, a, with a sealed toilet. Whose lid occasionally flaps and says, Burke, feed me."
2: <laughs> yeah, you kind of do get the sense. Uh, like, I'll say it pretty much everywhere in my house. I have a reasonable idea of what's on the other side for. of a wall. Absolutely. You know?
0: The the thing kind of like in my in my uh, my like bathrooms like weirdly built and it like juts in where the bathtub is. That's because there's a terrible, like, asbestos cupboard on the other side of it. And I gave that little, I gave the door a nice little red knob just to jazz it up.
1: I would like to give you a red knob sometime to jazz you up. (laughs) I'm talking about giving my dear friend Theo a job. A handjob, a rosy palm. (laughs) Yeah, too rough and it's irritated (laughs) the skin of your
0: penis.
2: (laughs) 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 All you got to do, Theo, is just close your eyes. And try to ignore uh, Ben saying, "How's that going for you?
1: Hi.
0: Every, hey, is this is good? Every minute good? Or two. How about
1: now? You're not, you're not smiling, is that are you? Uh, Very now? dry.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> 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 oh boy.
2: Uh, Mia captioned the viral video renovation finds why with a disgruntled emoji." to indicate the couple's stress levels. Oh,
0: I hate I hate to discover I have a spare bathroom. Urgh, there's more
2: rooms Ugh. in this house
1: than I thought.
0: So angry.
2: I am going to give that real estate agent a piece of my mind. You said uh nine bedroom, 15 bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Not nine bedroom, 16 bathroom, you son of a bitch. How good
1: is uh, when you can tell that an article that's been written is just someone describing a video that they saw? Yeah,
2: <laughs> I do like that. I I want to know what emoji is disgruntled. Is it the kind of side-eyeing one?
1: That's a great
2: question. The one
0: where it's it's like. Uh. Uh, I think it's the white woman emoji. Wow, is that okay. the lady in the red dress who's dancing? <laughs> is no. she white? That's uh, Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> Is Carmen Sandiego white? <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's go. Important questions <laughs> of our time. Oh, dear. Uh, I, f- I feel <laughs> like Carmen <laughs> you guys, San- do, do you guys remember the. <laughs> the stuff like 6 months ago about uh about women of color finally getting their like their due in in acting and that sort of thing because of all of the uh plaudits that the lady from the Queen's Gambit was getting cuz she's Argentinian. Oh no. <laughs> Wait,
2: and Anya Taylor-Joy, that lady? Yes. The 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 white alien lady? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, Argentinian, oh. not alien.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sorry, let me clarify, I'm not talking about her <laughs> nationality. I'm criticising her appearance. No. Oh, Jesus. I'm not criticising her appearance. She's a very nice looking lady. I understand that she is a terrific actor, despite the fact that I've not seen her in that many things.
1: Please do not cancel this podcast as it is How I Feed My Children.
0: Huh. Your big Yeah, by that dog. you mean your bastard dog. Yes.
1: He can hear you and he's he's staring at the. Headphones and he's very outraged.
0: And he's kind of turning his head 30 degrees to reduce his cone of confusion.
1: No, he's actually licking his
0: dick extremely thoroughly <sighs> at the moment.
1: <laughs> ah, not
0: he's got one of those wet dicks. Ben? Yeah, hey.
2: What do you reckon these guys should do uh, about their hole in their house? <laughs> the concreted up toilet hole?
1: I don't know. I'd probably just fix it and then you go another bathroom. Yeah. Unless a demon lives in there.
2: Mm.
1: Open the toilet. Oh, it's the empty man. Fuck. Hate it when Look.
2: that happens. Little hands coming out of the toilet. Here we go. Here we go.
0: Now I've gotta feed him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's always hungry. That's why they call him the empty man. <laughs> so many people Christmas time they get uh, they get their children an empty man f- for Christmas. They don't realise how much work it is looking after an empty man. So they you know. You can't just flush an empty man. You can, but he'll be his little fingers will kind of.
1: You can't just flush the empty man and then
0: board up the bathroom and then sell your house. I mean, it seems like you can because they they have and they got away with it. Yeah, it's somebody else's problem. Somebody else's empty man. Have
2: to feed the empty man seven plates of spaghetti three times a day. (laughs) And really, when you're buying a house, it's on you to get an empty man inspection done.
1: They should just make that part of the sale process. You got to get that pest inspection. You got to get a an architect out or whatever to check the it's all the, the thing works. I've, I've never had to buy or sell a house before the, the because classic. Um, oh, I does don't have the any thing money. Work in my house. You know, you get a guy to be like, "Oh, your joists are good, right?" Is that part of the process? I anyway, so. there should be someone who uh, checks if the empty man is in there.
2: chicken in the background trying to weigh yeah, in on the whole situation. One of my
1: chickens. Yep, that's the one that uh, currently is the vessel for the empty man. Yeah. And
0: chickens classically only have a single hole situation. That's true. Wow, they got one at each end. That's true. Classic tube. They're a tube. Chickens are Feathered a tube. Feathered tube.
2: <laughs> I got, a, uh, I got a, an egg out of the chicken coop the other day that was like so fresh that it was wet.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Farm fresh eggs, baby. Think, that's fun to think about. Wet with what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be a number of, it any of just, a number of
2: things. Uh, yeah, it was just wet with whatever it was. It was totally clear uh, and like dried quickly in mm. the air, which made me think that that thing had really, that thing just was being, really just
0: slopped out moments yep, prior. Really
2: new to the world, that egg. <laughs> I picked it up and went, "Oh," because you know when you pick up a very fresh egg and it's still like hot.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that.
2: Still hot, like a hot with, egg uh, situation. Still hot with the internals of a chicken, but then I was like, "Why is it moist?" Didn't need that. Gave it a little taste just to see. <laughs> Nothing special. <laughs> just pop the whole leg in your mouth. <laughs> uh, but of plop course,
1: the whole then, leg in my mouth. Roll it around. Then you end up with that um the problem that Americans have with their eggs, where you've taken the covering off, so now it needs to be kept in the fridge. Uh, Because the the eggs are washed.
0: The what?
1: Uh, uh, American eggs are washed, uh, and our eggs aren't, and that makes the eggs last for a shorter amount of time. Hmm. The washing them. I wash. You're not supposed to eat the outside of it, do they? No, there's a there's a antibacterial coating naturally that chickens exude that protects the eggs.
2: Oh, that's that delicious wet clear stuff. That slime. That Mm. slime
1: is the good stuff.
2: (laughs) Oh boy. Anyone need some slime? You all good for slime? I'm fine no, thank for slime, you. I, I make my own. <laughs> and someone's over. Top up your slime.
1: <laughs> Freshen <in> your slime. <laughs> <laughs> Freshen your slime, governor.
2: <laughs> this is just British beer. Oh, dear. In a follow-up video, the duo explained... The seller told us it was closed off because it was a leaking drain pan and that it was a small fix. It wasn't going to cost much to fix, but they just didn't have the time or energy to do it. So they walled off the whole fucking room.
1: <clears throat> it is insane behavior. That is so good. The plumber Makes... just being like, no, it's like a $50 job. I'll just line it with something waterproof. Like, it's fine. They're like, no, we are boarding
2: up this bathroom
1: How many, forever. What is,
0: oh, it costs $40 for a stack of bricks. I guess it's going to be the bricks. <laughs> And
2: Plumber's like, I have the parts in my car <laughs> they they're in the van out there. It's gonna take me a few minutes. No, no. let me start mixing up cement. gotta close this bad boy off. That rules
1: <sighs> uh
2: let's see from the wet room mm-hmm. to the wet corridors oh. the corridors. Of shipping. That's right, it's time for the Shipping Report. I'm itching for another edition of the Shipping Report. Now,
1: this might actually be new to some listeners, because previously the Shipping Report has only been on the bonus episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's not very good.
0: (laughs) Agree to disagree. By that point, we've already got your money, so. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, And we like to try things out uh, in the realm of ideas in the bonus episodes, where it's people that apparently already like us. Uh, Maybe this is the first episode of the podcast you've ever listened to. Uh, Welcome to the Shipping Report. This is where, with zero jokes, I read out a list of shipping incidents from the past week. And here we go. The Suez... Sorry. (coughs) The Suez Max oil tanker A Symphony collided with the general cargo ship Sea Justice. In the Yellow Sea, south of Qingdao, China.
2: Sea justice. Sea justice, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Theo, do you want
1: to... You got anything to say? Oh, i full, that?
0: thank you. <laughs> you don't want to describe <laughs> your diet in broad strokes. <laughs> I've, I've simply <laughs> already eaten enough this morning. <gasps>
1: oh, I forgot... Um, the other Friday night, I was having my my break on my shift. I went over to Mongrel to, to have some food, as I wanted to do. And I was talking to one of the two of the bartenders there. And my friend Darcy was like, "Hey, this other bartender, this young man Torian, just heard the seafood diet joke for the first time in his life." Oh, oh! This man who's I, I believe is in his early twenties. He was like, "Yep, yeah." yeah uh-uh. And it was because uh, Darcy had been making a joke where he was using the format. Of, you know, I'm on the sea, whatever diet, but didn't actually say the original one. He was just getting it's blank looks. was like, what the fuck are you what talking about? What are you talking about? about? It's like, what? You've never. Yeah, it was beautiful. I feel like I witnessed something absolutely amazing. I don't know how you avoid that for your entire life. It's incredible. Anyway, enough talk about interesting things. Uh, the general cargo ship Croatia suffered engine failure near Bosphorus, Istanbul and was towed to a nearby anchorage. Now, is that the Croatia?
2: <laughs> no relation. It's really embarrassing uh, when your cargo ship has to get towed to a nearby anchorage. Oh, and it happens a lot, I'm
1: learning. Hmm. Uh, the LPG tanker Clipper Venus hmm. suffered engine failure southeast of Bosphorus.
0: Hmm. Hey,
1: isn't that what huh. that uh, that one Weird owl song is about? Oh, wait, no, that's Clipper Penis. By the guy getting his dick cut off. I believe it's a... Uh,
2: i I don't think we do know went blue. he wouldn't work blue like that no uh it,
1: it's in that song that's a parody of mm, 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 I believe it's called like headline news or something, and he tells four different news stories, one of which is about Tonya Harding, uh one of which is about uh, a man getting his penis cut off by his wife
2: uh like John Wayne Bobbitt? I couldn't tell you it probably would have been topical for the time,
1: I bet the general cargo ship Aica capsized at ho chi minh port
2: just just turned upside down
0: yep mind its own business and who-
2: whoops <laughs> one guy was one guy was leaning too far to the side trying to get a picture Tip the whole someone thing was over
1: Try to get out of the way of someone in the helm and accidentally bumped the flip the ship over switch and that's only for emergencies the, uh, the Suez Max tanker Faraway was immobilized after 16 of her 25 crew tested positive for coronavirus. Huh. That's a bad strike rate. That's too many. I'm just going to say it. Mm, that's about four-fifths. Do you want to check the maths on that one, Theo?
0: That's pretty good, mm. I
1: think. The Russian general cargo ship Alexander Vardovsky was boarded by police at the Port of Viana de Castelo in Portugal. The Greek container ship Kont ship New was attacked and boarded by pirates off the coast of
2: Nigeria. What? Huh. They... Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to ask why the police were on the Russian ship. but um, I, They didn't say. <laughs> Might have been looking for the pirates.
1: <laughs> they checked the wrong ship. They were in the wrong country entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tanker Stowe Pimlico collided with the LPG tanker Bilbao Knutsen outside <laughs> Huelva Port in Spain with the Stowe Pimlico sustaining starboard forecastle damage, sorry, forecastle damage, I should say, and losing her starboard anchor flukes and crown. Oof, it's got to hurt. <laughs> the bulk <laughs> carrier U-Glory collided with an unidentified bulk carrier at Anchorage off the coast of Gujarat, India. The abandoned cargo ship Hasina drifted ashore in northeast Madagascar and finally, the container ship President Eisenhower suffered fire in the engine room and was disabled shortly after. Sorry, no. It suffered fire in the engine room and was disabled shortly after leaving Los Angeles and was towed to anchorage by the tugs Shirley C. and Teresa Brusco. Uh,
2: this is from the maritime bulletin.net. Uh, Russian general cargo ship Alexander Tfadovsky <laughs> was searched by Portuguese police on a tip from, quote, one foreign agency on April 23rd in northern Portugal, the ship arrived at Fiana do Castelo on April 20 from Turkey via Gibraltar, reportedly with cargo of blast furnace slag. <laughs> Not clear what it is exactly they've been looking for. Some news agencies name drugs, others are mentioning arms trafficking. As of morning April 24, the ship remains berthed at port, no updates on search findings if there were any. Uh, although here is a story from 2019, uh, a Russian ship detained in Leith over unpaid wages and safety issues has had fresh food delivered by a charity. The Maritime and Coast Guard Agency found several deficiencies with the Alexander Twardovsky ship. Uh, so they've been in the news before being naughty, naughty Russians. Uh, maybe, maybe Hillary was right, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's hard to tell what they could be up to. hauling <laughs> that slag around.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Are you tired of paying nothing for the same old superior quality free episodes of the Bunte Vista podcast? Do you want less politics and more content about diarrhea or animals gone wild? Are you tired of skipping through those hours upon hours of paid product placement for Mark Wahlberg Film Shooter? Well, boy, do I have the offer of a lifetime for you. That's right, for just five US dollars a month, you too can be a premium VIP member of the Bunta Vista Patreon. That's right, just five US dollars for all of our bonus episodes. That's over 300 hours of content from the hosts you know and definitely tolerate. I'll even throw in access to our glamorous and exclusive Discord server, where bizarre arguments only happen once or twice a week at most. Head to patreon.com slash Sign up in the next five minutes and I won't know because that's not my job, but you'll be enjoying the sweet satisfaction of supporting us, and we will love you romantically for it. That's my promise to you.
0: Anyway, that's the shipping report. That's the shipping report.
1: We've kind the of come to the report. conclusion
0: that we don't have to riff on all of them, or even a few of them anymore.
1: I reckon if you make jokes about one of them, maybe that's enough. But uh, yeah, you just—I'm just kind of trying to keep people abreast of what's happening in the world of. I
0: um, do appreciate
1: it. Yeah, international maritime news—that's the important thing.
2: Well, we don't have a theme for this bit. Give it a week. Give <laughs> it <Good> a day. <laughs> Uh, so, we have some cryptid news. This is what we love to bring you. The resident uh, cryptozoologist, Ben.
3: Mm-hmm. Keeping
2: cool. an eye on important websites like UFO Sightings Hotspot. That is uh, a blogspot page, by the way. Yes. Trumped only by a Geocities page, in my opinion. I think they took Geocities down. What about Angel Fire? They haven't taken my sweet Angel Fire, have they? <laughs> possible cryptid nightcrawler appears on highway near sydney mitch coon was driving back to the gold coast along the hume highway near bardia sydney just before 8 p.m on sunday when he claims to have spotted a small child standing on the road what percentage of this child was ass and legs
1: (laughs) because if it's not 100 percent, then that's not a nightcrawler it's not a nightcrawler now, we've asked you to do this before on this podcast, but maybe, you know, you're a newer listener or maybe you didn't do it last time, but please just go to DuckDuckGo Images and search for Fresno Nightcrawler. And we'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait while you do it. That's fine. Uh, Theo, uh, have you, you got a, a tight 30 seconds to fill this in with while people are <laughs> looking at these images? I'm being attacked what? by my dog right now. Um, Lewis, can you please stop? I... That's why I haven't
2: got anything. No? No. Okay, we're going to have to sit here in silence. When you are done looking up pictures of the Fresno Nightcrawler on DuckDuckGo, uh, please send an email to mailbag at buntavista.com letting us know that you've looked at the pictures and we can keep going with the show. (laughs) And we'll wait.
1: (laughs) I can see maybe one small problem. (laughs) Yep. Uh, With that system. Uh, But I don't want to... Criticise you aloud on the podcast, so I'll save that for after we finish finished recording.
2: Okay, that's when we do our criticism session. That's,
1: that's when we have our uh, uh, debrief, where we <laughs> tell each other everything that we thought went wrong.
2: A very negative atmosphere we cultivate <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, Mr. Kuhn reported and claims that he was later told by an officer that the child had been found, but police have since said that while a search was conducted, no child was discovered in the area. They immediately domed that thing. <laughs> Covered it yes, up. Yes, we took care of the child. The child situation.
1: What do you reckon you have to shoot uh, a night crawl a at a headshot
3: right,
2: at? Right up the arsehole, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's little brain stem is right in there. You know, When we take a closer look at the, quote, ghost child... Then the shape of the figure resembles that of so called night crawlers. Now, uh, this is an audio format. So, <laughs> Theo, can you maybe describe the still frame here from, I'm guessing, somebody's dash cam footage
0: what Yeah. we're looking at? It looks all the world like a monochrome statue of La Pietra, the classic Michelangelo uh, work of art that you can find in. Uh, the... Duck, duck, go images. (laughs) And duck, duck, go images. Uh, and, uh, she's holding her, her fatally dead, heavenly, uh, child in her arms, uh, in the, I would say the leftmost lane of the highway there, uh, going northbound from Sydney to, uh, to the Gold Coast. Um... Sort of captured, I would say, probably about the height of a lamp. Yeah, <laughs> um, not one of the standing lamps. Uh, um, uh, we're talking about a uh, bedside bedside lamp captured in headlights, uh, casting a shadow. So we do know that it has a corporal form. Uh, it is it made interacts of physical with physical material. So absolutely, and well, at the very least, it interacts with uh, electromagnetic uh, force. So. Uh, but I have to, yeah, again, reiterate, monochrome, la pieta, the height of a lamp.
1: Now, do you also, maybe if you weren't so well-versed in classical art history, uh, would you maybe interpret this image as that of a nightcrawler?
3: Oh, yeah, I can I kind d- of
0: see a, a maybe a... Are we, are we thinking that the... the um, The body, the corpse being held, is perhaps uh, the arse of the Nightcrawler being held aloft proudly in the air. It doesn't really look like anything. No, it certainly looks like a piece of trash if one was to take that stance or La Pieta. Possibly
2: a a sheet of a newspaper that is blowing across the highway. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) I mean, if you watch the video, it definitely does look like. Uh, maybe there is a child standing there uh, that, so I looked this up just to see if any other details came out right and like the the weird thing this guy's saying about how he that the police told him that they found a child and then later said that they didn't find anything that's come up in a bunch of news stories uh everyone's sharing the video blah 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 this is the only place that it has said that it's
0: looked like a, a night crawler yep. because it doesn't uh but it could be. I mean, and they would know the UFO sightings hotspot. Yes, .blogspot.com, yes.
2: They would know what a nightcrawler looks like, that's true. Uh, These peculiar creatures drift yearly through the night, leaving many wondering if their origins are earthly or extraterrestrial. You know all those people who are seeing nightcrawlers all the time? (laughs) Uh, Like, any time that you walk into the pub, guaranteed there is a large group of people Arguing over whether nightcrawlers are earthly or extraterrestrial. And it's an argument that's really hard to put to bed. Uh, don't talk about religion, politics, or the Fresno nightcrawler at the pub, basically. yeah,
1: That's very divisive.
2: Those are the rules. Despite there being very little evidence to prove that these so-called nightcrawlers are real undiscovered cryptids, in 2011 there have been multiple CCTV camera sightings of strange, upright, standing, thin creatures with no arms walking endlessly at night.
1: Well, I mean, there's an end to to the video (laughs) and then you don't know what they do after that. I thought you were referring to the big donk (laughs) (laughs) on
0: these creatures.
2: I'm sorry, the end is the wagon they are dragging. You stacked ass on these creatures. They are caked up, wandering the night, bouncing that juicy thing around in front of all of us. And they can't be allowed to go on. Uh, the first appearance of a nightcrawler took place in Fresno, California. And the second appearance took place in Yosemite National Park. It's really getting around, hey. Is it the one just, just cruising? He's doing like um, like a... Bruce Banner in the old Hulk TV show. Every every night he just cruises out of town. Sort of more like
1: uh, Kung Fu, where he's in a different town in every episode. Mm. Maybe or it's kind of like The Mandalorian, where he's in a different town in every episode. Well, it's ma- also kind of like Lone Wolf and Cub.
2: Maybe it's like in a, a different town, a quantum hmm? leap kind of situation, where um, you know at the at sundown every day. The night crawler just wakes up and he's in a different town.
1: Or it's sort of a slider situation where once the timer is counted down at the end of the episode he has to go to a different planet. Yeah, but also a different town.
2: Uh, but that would make sense because you don't see him walking around in the daytime. And how does he get to these different towns, you know? He's walking. Yeah, nighttime probably. He's crawling. He's night crawling. He's night, night crawling, crawling to and fro. Sun, come,
1: yeah.
0: sun comes
2: up, he has a little sleep,
0: you know. Do you ever, do you ever wonder whether you just like, in the middle of da- the day in Fresno, look up a tree or something and uh, <laughs> there, there's the night crawler just having a little kip. During the day, is the Fresno day sleeper. <laughs>
2: That's right, just just up there, curled up in a little ball, softly farting.
0: Yeah, little, little <laughs> snores. <laughs> It may, be, it may be tempting to feed the uh, Fresno <laughs> Nightcrawler's ass like a, a piece of bread, but he's much safer uh, and healthier finding his own food in the cots and small beds of, of your town. Mm.
2: Just, uh, just unwrapping a
0: Slim Jim and
2: trying to slide it up the <laughs> <laughs> Nightcrawler's <boy>. hole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I got a spicy one. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. It's just hopping around from foot nah, to foot. Yeah, it's going to cause all kinds of reflux. Oh, uh, it's hopping around, the steam coming out of the hole. <laughs> just, I'm so sorry.
0: And this is why you're not supposed to feed them, you know? Hell of a life being a night <laughs>
2: He's trying to take a nap and then somebody is jamming an extra spicy yeah. Slim Jim up your... You've only got
0: one hole, which is basically on a timeshare arrangement. Yep.
2: It's <laughs> it's for breathing. It's for drinking. It's for peeing. It's for farting. It's for just all of it. It's definitely also for sex. Yes. It's mainly <laughs> for sex.
1: What do you reckon that... How are they... Because they've only got so much to work with. Are they just rubbing buttholes together? <laughs> M- making the magic happen?
0: Hmm. It's sort of...
1: Oh no! Actually, I no, guess no, it kind the, of makes sense for the scissor,
0: right? I think the male uh, sits down on a public toilet, <laughs> fertilizes the toilet, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then waits for a female to arrive. Hmm.
2: And I don't see why not. If you have any information about the mating habits of the legendary Fresno night uh please. Send an email to mailbag at and Maybe
1: uh, soon they'll start calling it the Just Outside of Sydney Nightcrawler.
2: I don't think anyone's going to call
1: that. You don't think that's going to catch on? No. (laughs) The Hume Highway (laughs) Nightcrawler. I quite like that, actually.
2: Oh, dear. Well, I feel like that might be everything we have time for on this episode that is not a bonus episode of the show where nothing went wrong. Hey, can I, um,
1: I'm not going to read you the whole story because no detail of it is funny, but can I summarize <laughs> a new story for you?
2: Well, you're really selling it. That's <laughs> uh,
1: a man got trapped in a toilet at the uh, Gettysburg National Military Park. Okay. Because uh, he went into a portaloo and then a tree fell and he got trapped in there. I just want to stress this story is
2: not about me. No. Yeah, I mean, you've never been to Gettysburg, I, I don't believe. And there ha- certainly hasn't been a story in the paper about it. So <laughs> uh,
1: They had to cut him out like he was trapped in a car. And that's the whole story. And there's really... There's, there's nothing in there where you'd read a sentence and you'd be like, that's funny. Uh, it's just this man got trapped in a toilet and that's kind of
2: funny. Having to get um, emergency <laughs> extradited from a toilet. Getting the jaws of
1: life. Hmm. While you're in there, just being like, "It actually smells quite bad in here."
0: <laughs> Wouldn't mind getting out. And then but afterwards, it turns out it's just the Homer Simpson bit where he's been holding on to a turd the whole time.
1: They <laughs> <laughs> don't
2: actually say how long he was in there. You can uh, you can hear the sores starting up, and he's like, "It it already smelled really bad when I came into the toilet." Immediately got locked in here, so when you guys crack it open and you smell it, that's not wasn't me
1: it was the person before me 6 hours ago yes
2: <laughs> that's right uh well we're all wishing well to all of the guys who have gotten themselves stuck in toilets or fallen into
0: uh, chest height holes this week and we have also been uh, overtaken invaded by inhabitants of the outworld as well oh, i yeah. don't want to kind of put i don't want to spoil things for you but we we lost we lost that tournament they should have picked quite decisively. Guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the the waking up with a dragon uh, tattoo on you thing is uh, it's a good system for no. for choosing who can punch the hardest.
1: My joints are already sort of quite stiff, so my my fighting technique is sloppy. Yeah, probably put a dragon tattoo on. Um, I don't know. Conor McGregor seems like he maybe would have done okay.
0: Maybe. It'd be wonderful to find someone to actually just put the tattoo on there. Like it seems like I don't know um, if you've seen the movie, but it seems like the system for checking is like someone pulling down their shirt and going, yeah yeah, yeah, I'm I'm one of the chosen. Well, no
1: one like rubs at it with a bit of uh, isopropyl. <laughs>
2: hey, wait a second you drew this on with a Sharpie. Well, they they also appear to be uh, transferable in the movie
0: yeah so all we need to do is get connor McGregor to kill us which i assume would be extremely easy mm-hmm. uh just he could just pick me up by the skull and shake my head real good until i passed out forever and then he gets the tattoo that sounds about and right. then he can fight the man with seven arms that screams knives at you i don't want to fight that guy i'm just gonna say it. i don't want to fight him Just shake my head to death now to save me the trouble.
1: (laughs) Rattle me like a can of spray paint.
2: (laughs) Oh, Shake me like an angry dog holding a... An angry pit bull holding a child.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jesus. And that's a real thing that we actually believe. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Bye, everyone.